G'day, it's Maple Leaf Man here, and we're going to do another podcast for you. Today we're going to talk about uh, different cars that uh, were in my life, starting out um, back with cars my family had, my dad uh, would get in different places. The first one I remember was an old 52, 51 or 52 Chev. It was black, or dark blue, I think it was black and had a, a big visor on the front. Cars back then had uh, visors that I guess kept out the sun. I'm not sure what else they were for. Uh, we finally took it off because I think it probably obstructed the uh, vision. Certainly it would have made it difficult to see uh, a traffic signal. Um, and of course the floor was rusted. The, uh, that was typical back then and the trunk, the floor of the trunk. Uh, rust was a big deal um, all the way through, especially when you lived on a, a dirt road like we did. They tried to keep the dust down around the houses, but uh, when there wasn't a, a house, they would just let the dust, you know, leave the road as it is, and the dust would come all through the car, all through the trunk, and. Uh, you had to drive really slowly not to get the, the dust all over the place. There was always a layer of dust in the trunk, for instance, and you could sometimes often see the road as you're driving along. Um, the thing I remember about that car was uh, I was out one day. I was quite young. I may have been five, four. I don't think I was three, but maybe four. And then we had gotten the car, and I was out there, and I was playing with the cigarette lighter. I would push it in and find out that it was hot. And then, uh, <laughs> I don't know what made me do it. I burned all the um, the various knobs on the car with the uh, hot cigarette lighter, or cigar lighter, whatever. And um, it, 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 I... I I didn't really think it was bad because I was too young. I didn't think it was such a big deal. But we had just gotten the car. I don't remember what car we had before that. But uh, we had just gotten that car. And I remember my dad talking to my mom about it. He was really ticked off at me. And I guess if she hadn't been around, then uh, (laughs) I would have been uh, soundly punished for it. After that, we had a, a 53 Pontiac uh, fastback. I think it was probably a two-door. And I remember uh, the guy who was selling it. I think we got it for $75. And I told the kids at school that we got it for $75. And my dad was really upset. He said, don't tell people what we paid for the car and stuff like that. And I remember driving uh, in the back seat with, uh, with the salesman. Who I, I don't know if he brought it privately. Anyway, the guy had his arm over the back of the the seat and uh, was all relaxed telling dad what a good car it was and even at that time I realized that uh, it, it he wasn't sincere like I could tell he was just I don't know how I knew but I could tell it was a, a lot of baloney he was telling him anyway we had that car for quite a while uh, Pontiac Strato Chief I think it was something like that and they were very very similar to the uh, Chevs at that time as you know, as cars were. Um, after that, I think we got, I think it was a station. No, no, we had a Ford. We had a Ford, four-door Ford, uh, two-tone. Um, I don't know what model it would have been. 
and it would have had a, a three on the tree transmission, a three-speed manual transmission on the column, the steering column. It was a beautiful car. It was two-tone and uh, finally gave up to rust, I guess, but uh, I don't know if it had a V8 or a six. I don't remember that much about it. I remember what a good-looking car it was, though. After that, we got a station wagon that, that looked great at the start, and we bought it uh, in this small town just outside of the city and uh, at a dealership. And it didn't last very long at all. It rusted like crazy, and it had... Um, it was a station wagon, as I said, but I remember I used to go out and sleep in the back of it uh, summer nights. I'd, I don't know if mosquitoes got me or not. Every now and then I'd come in about 2 o'clock in the morning sleepwalking back into my bed in the house. I guess I'd tired of uh, of being out in the car. And what came after that? We had a 63 Pontiac four-door Laurentian. That was a great car. I had that. Uh, my dad gave me that car after uh, uh, after he was finished with it. He picked up a, a Dodge Monaco, something like that. Uh, with the 318 V8, and he gave me the six-cylinder uh, Pontiac Laurentian four-door, and I drove it mostly. Uh, took the Dodge out every now and then. Um, the Laurentian was a big, solid car. I remember one time I got it stuck. <laughs> I went parking with a girl and uh, drove down through the snow, and we got it stuck down there, and I had to work like crazy because I had to pick my dad up after... Uh, after I dropped my date off. And looking back on it, it still kind of scares me because that was in the days before cell phones and we were out in the middle of nowhere and I wouldn't have been able to get contact with anybody uh, to help me. It was a stupid thing to do, but of course that's what, that's what being young is all about. After that, I started buying my own cars. The first one was a a 1961 Triumph Herald that uh, I got from a neighbor, a neighbor guy, and uh, it was very difficult to start. I didn't know enough about uh, um, cars then to figure out why it wasn't starting, but I had some quick start and I got it, and I, if I sprayed enough into it, the car would finally start. Um, I do remember the uh, front end was all gone. It, 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 you'd go down the road and it would wobble from side to side. And I also uh, remember driving it without insurance, and that scared the dickens out of my mom. And uh, I guess we could have lost the farm or whatever if I had been in an accident. It was a very stupid, stupid thing to do. But as I say, that's that's what being young is all about, I guess. We make mistakes and we learn from them. Thank goodness I didn't have an accident in it. Finally, the rear axle, the the wheels, the wheels started coming out of the rear axle. So and then we put it up, and my dad tried to fix it years later. But uh, it was a cool car. I mean, it was a if it had a run, it would have been a good little car to drive. But it uh, it didn't last too long. Uh, what did I get after that? I think I got a Mustang. I was working at a at a nursery in the city and uh, selling trees in the springtime and stuff like that. 
and this lady drove in, and she had this uh, black Mustang. Oh, it was a beautiful car. It had thrush mufflers, and it sounded like boom, 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 boom. It was a, it was a magnificent car. And she, I said, I told her how much I liked the car. She said, oh, I'm selling it. And uh, I said, oh, cool, that's, that's great. How much? And she said 600 bucks, so I thought that was a great deal. I don't know if I had the 600 bucks at that time, but I was making money every week, so I, I bought it. And uh, the, um, it had been a Cobra. It had been a, 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 I don't know if it was a 289 or it was a 427, something like that, but it was a Cobra. And uh, she had found a manual transmission and she had found that too difficult to drive because it was overpowered in the manual transmission and all that. So somebody took out the engine, the Cobra engine, and put in a regular 289 two-barrel and changed the transmission to an automatic. So it had like a, a 67 engine and a 68 transmission or vice versa. And he ended up, he did the work and he ended up with the engine and the, and the manual transmission out of the original Cobra. And uh, I love that car. I wish I still had it. I sold it for $860. I even made money on it back then. And it was two-door, black, obviously two-door, and uh, red interior. And it had a nice console, a nice wooden console down the center that had been added on afterwards. It was a magnificent car. The Never had a, a, a problem with it at all. I took it to Toronto and... Uh, a buddy of mine was driving it, and he put it in second, and it overheated, but then we realized what had happened, and uh, uh, I thought it was a problem with the car, but it, it wasn't. He had left it in second gear. So uh, <laughs> what did we do? I sold that, and then I went to, off to university. I think I went to Montreal That's that winter for school, and then I, when I came back, I had a... Um, a Volvo, a Volvo 544S, and I bought it for $25 from a friend of the people, of my cousin, actually, a brother-in-law, I think, and uh, drove it back to Toronto. No, 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 drove it back to, to my city. I wasn't in Toronto at that point, and um, it still had the studs in the tires. The studs were legal in Quebec and not legal in Ontario. So I drove it back and I remember pulling the studs of the rear tires uh, one by one. You could just you could just yank them out. Uh, Montreal had far worse winters than we had in that part of Ontario. And um, they needed the studs, I guess. They're, I think they're, they're illegal now everywhere. But that was in the, I guess that was the early 70s and uh, studs were okay in Quebec. And that Volvo was one of the best cars I ever owned. The uh, um, 544S means that, uh, I guess it was a sports model. It had twin SU carbs, as I recall. And uh, it was beat up like crazy. It had two, front, two different color front bump uh, fenders. And it had a doorknob on the, uh, that would open the trunk. <laughs> Uh, four-wheel drum brakes, of course, at that time. It was a it was a great little car. And I don't remember anything in between that except I picked up a, a, a Cortina, a Ford Cortina. I think it was a 66. Or 
I think maybe it was a 71, I forget, a Ford Cortina GT, as a matter of fact. And the GT, uh, it was a four-door, a very rare car. Uh, the four-door, the uh, GT, I think, meant that it had a two-barrel Weber carburetor. And Webers at that time were quite, uh, quite the carb to have on a car. And that was a magnificent car, too. It was... Uh, uh, never let me down. Finally, towards the end, the, the actual uh, gear shift kept coming out of the uh, uh, <laughs> the gear shift slot, so I'd be going along, and, and the gear shift would come out in my hand, and I finally had it fixed, but uh, <laughs> it was always exciting to drive that, uh, to drive that when the gear shift came out. I had it fixed, and then I sold it to a buddy of mine, and the day he was going to take off and it, the key broke off in the ignition. So I'm not, you know, I've always thought cars were uh, personal vehicles and, and had their own um, um, personality and stuff like that. So maybe this car was saying, no, 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 don't sell me. So that's the story of my cars. I've had, you know, many others since then, but that's, that's when I was back in university. And uh, I think that's the end of my, uh, end of my history of the car. Thanks for listening. It's uh, Maple Leaf Man over and out. If you want to make a comment, that's great. If you like the podcast, uh, tell me. Thanks very much. Over and out. Bye-bye.